Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click on the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. You will not be disappointed, as I always say. Tonight, folks, I am at it again solo. Andrew had a scheduling conflict. That's going to be happening uh, right now. There are some things that are going on with Andrew, and he's going to come on and he's going to talk about it. But you never know, because Andrew always has a tendency of popping in when he can, as he did on last night's show. But right now, it seems as if, though, I will be going at it solo. But that's okay, because you are in good hands with Rob. Now, tonight's show, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about that are just eating at me. One of them is the situation that recently transpired in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, where three congressmen, congresspersons, to be politically correct, but of course I'm not, were looking at being expelled from the House in Nashville. This was a result of them rioting the week before during a what they called a protest for gun rights. Because as you all are aware, earlier this month, unfortunately, there was a mass shooting at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, by a deranged transgender woman. Her name was Audrey Hale, and she apparently was transitioning to be a man. She's 28 years old, and from what we're hearing, she had attended the school at one point, and her parents, I'm told, are extremely religious. And they knew that she had guns in the house, and they told her to get the guns out of the house, but it didn't happen. They didn't follow through on it. So she had reached the breaking point, and she exploded, and she went in and shot up the school. As a result, six people were killed, three adults and three children. Well, this was done by a deranged transgender woman, a woman who was, who was a woman, and she was trying to transition to be a man. Now, we'll talk about that also because, of course, the, America, the American Medical Association failed her in not getting her the treatment that she needed. Now, we're told that she was seeing a doctor, and believe it or not, the doctor she was seeing, she killed his daughter, who was all of, I think, eight or nine, attending that Christian school. So here you have a situation by a transgender woman who had been indoctrinated by the left, by the Democrat Party that people on the right, Christians, were coming after her. She flipped, and this is a result of her flipping. Apparently, she wrote a manifesto that they're yet to reveal. They're yet to let us know what this manifesto was about. Now, you would think that they would put it out there. Had she been a white male, we would already know what the manifesto consisted of. But because she's transgender, and they want to protect transgenders, the people who the Democrats are indoctrinating to attack Christians and other people, they want to protect her so we can't see the manifesto. But stay tuned. 
because I'm going to keep talking about that until we see it. Even if I have to file a Freedom of Information Act to get it, I will do it because the public deserves to know what was in that manifesto. And I'm hearing from sources that it is very damning for the left, the Democrats. Let's just call it out. The Democrats. Going back to my story, these three congressmen in Tennessee. So they were protesting after the shooting took place. You had a lot of uninformed children who are always on TikTok being indoctrinated by the lies of the liberal media. And of course, TikTok is controlled by China. So China is enjoying this. Now, you should know, TikTok in China, their children, only an hour a day are they able to be on it. And what they see is nothing compared to what we see here. What we see here is transgender this. How much money do I have? Let me show you my butt. Let me strip, let me do this. Over in China, their TikTok is about quantum physics. It's about math. It's about algebra. Look at the big difference. And we here in America, oh, we want to keep TikTok, especially the Democrats, because they know that they can reach their target audience on TikTok, a bunch of kids that don't know anything about anything. But back to my story. So from TikTok, these three congressmen decided we're going to have a rally. We're going to have a protest at the state capitol in Nashville. Now, and so they did it. They went there. Now, before that rally took place, you should know that transgenders went there also on a day of reckoning to cause complete chaos. So you got all this chaos taking place because of the Democrats. Remember what Maxine Waters said? Get around them and tell them that you're not welcome. Remember what Nancy Pelosi said? There should be more people out on the streets protesting. Remember what Kamala Harris said? We're not going to stop here. We're going to keep going. And lo and behold, that's what they're doing. So here in Tennessee, a week ago, you had these three congressmen at the nation's capital protesting gun rights. We want to no, not gun rights, but to end gun rights. Take away your guns. Take away the Second Amendment. You don't need guns. We've got to get away. We got to get rid of the guns. Now, folks, let's just be honest here. You take away the guns. The law-abiding citizens will say, okay, sure, take it. We're tired. But you know who's not going to say that? The criminals. New York City, tough gun laws. Tennessee, tough gun laws. Chicago, tough gun laws. But yet and still, people are killing people. Why is that? Well, maybe it has to do with the district of attorneys that were funded by George Soros are being lax on crime. No one has ever thought about that. And you know what else I find interesting is that whenever there's a violence involving guns, the Democrats always want to run to take away the guns. More people have been killed by knives or car wrecks but you never hear the Democrats saying, take away the knives, put away the knives. You never hear them saying, let's put away the cars. It's always the guns. And you know why? I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They want to take away the guns so that the bad guys can keep the guns and the government 
and power at the time can keep the guns so that when they come in and tell you, you better submit to us. And if you don't, this is what will happen to you. That is the reason why they want to take away the guns. Let's just be honest. It is a blueprint that we have seen. It took place in Germany, Nazi Germany. The exact same thing. You look at history, which a lot of these young people don't know about because they're too busy learning about diversity and equity, which is not going to help us at all if we go to war. But if you look at history and you will find out that in Nazi Germany and so many other countries that tried to get rid of guns, they removed the guns and then the government moved in. I at one point looked up to government and I thought, wow. The government is here to protect us. But now I understand what Ronald Reagan was saying some 30 years ago, that when the government comes knocking, it's never anything good. The only thing they want to do is to control you. And I know a lot of times we say the government should get involved because I've said it, especially with the Twitter. When Twitter became rogue, social media as a whole became rogue, and even TikTok, I said the government needs to step in and curtail the power that they're wielding. But when I was saying that, I wasn't talking about the government that we have now, the government that's under a democratic leadership, a government that they want to control us. So I'm careful now when I say the government needs to get involved. But if the government, which is supposed to have all this power, doesn't do it, who will do it? We see now that our own government at the top, where Joe Biden reigns, is corrupt. Look at his Department of Justice going after parents who are pushing back on these woke school curriculums trying to teach our children about sex. Sex between animals, sex between adults, gay sex. Why is it that when you walk in a school, you will find the pride flag and not the American flag? The pride flag is only selling sex. It has nothing to do with anything else. It's identity politics. But if you were to put up the American flag, they would say, oh, it's oppressive. And our children, they don't know any better because they started getting at them at a young age. So, yes, I think the government should step in. But then you have to be cautious because the government is part of the problem, as was the case in Tennessee. You had these wayward congressmen. They were all Democrats. Justin Jones Justin Pearson, how ironic, Justin, Justin, as if though justice is going to prevail, not, don't even believe it. So they were two black guys. And then you had Representative Gloria Johnson. She was an old white woman. I think she was a grandma. So these three Democrats decided to descend upon the state capitol and protest gun rights. And when I say gun rights, not meaning that you can own your gun, but to get rid of the gun. That's the rights they want to have. They want to have the right to take away your gun because they're saying there's too much shooting. Now, mind you, they won't bring up the fact that we have criminals on the streets running around with guns. They won't bring that up. They won't bring up the fact that in Memphis, Tennessee itself, Nashville is the capital of Tennessee. Memphis is one of the largest cities in Tennessee, and it's predominantly black. But see, they won't bring that fact up that in Memphis, Tennessee, you have gun violence, black-on-black -black crime. What happened to Black Lives Matter? They won't talk about that. 
They won't talk about, wait a minute, what's happening in Memphis, Tennessee with blacks killing blacks? No, they won't talk about that. What's happening just not too long ago? You have police officers attacking an unarmed black man. And I think it was a police chief. They hired her from Atlanta, Georgia, where she failed, and she brought her failed policies to Memphis, Tennessee. Again, Memphis, the one of the largest cities in Tennessee, I think it's about three hours from Nashville, which is the state capital, and you had these three congressmen protesting, rioting in the state capital for gun rights. Again, not gun rights for you to own guns, but for them to take away your guns. Those are the gun rights they want. So they were there at the Capitol, creating complete havoc with all these young, uninformed children, young people, just creating havoc, trying to tear down the state Capitol. I mean, you could go on YouTube and you can see the pictures of them walking. It was an insurrection, basically. It was an insurrection. Like they talk about Jan 6 being an insurrection. Oh, no, not by a long shot. This was your insurrection here in Nashville, Tennessee. So these three congressmen proceeded to incite a riot. They had all these young people there. They were just like screaming and yelling and tearing down stuff. And the police were trying to get like, we, we need order here. But no, not these three. Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, the two black guys, and then the one white woman, Gloria Johnson. Oh, they were all in. We're going to take it down because we want to take away your guns. So the police came in. And they were finally able to establish order after escorting these three individuals out of the Capitol. They should have jailed them. That's what they should have done. So fast forward a couple of days. The House of Representatives there in Tennessee decided that they were going to expel these three individuals because they said that they acted unlawfully. They betrayed the public's confidence. They stepped out of the bounds of protesting and turning it into a riot to incite these young people. And whenever you have young people together and you're talking about a cause, they get all riled up. They get all jerky up. They just do any and everything. They don't have a working knowledge of the issues. They're only going by what the media has told them. And in this instance, the media came out, as always, and said, we've got to bring the guns. We've got to get rid of guns. Who cares about your Second Amendment rights? We don't need the guns. Get rid of the guns. Now, you would think they would have been protesting this wayward lesbian. Well, well no, no. I, I said lesbian. No, got to correct that. Trans woman. And said, we need to get some help for these people. Because it's too many of them that are out there trying to cause harm. When you look at all the mass shootings as of lately, and you look at their backgrounds, they were all trans or by genders or something. And just the other day, the police arrested another trans person who was looking at shooting up a school. And I think her dad was a Democrat. You can't make this stuff up, but the media won't report on this. The media will not tell you that these trans individuals have a psychological problem and they won't report on it because the American Medical Association has decided to stand down. The American Medical Association that consists of doctors, professionals, have said, have just thrown their hands up and said, we're done. We're tired of counseling these people. 
Let's just let them just change over. Okay, if you're 18 years old, if that's what you want to do, if you want to mutilate your body and pretend as if though you're another gender, you can do that. But leave the children alone. But see, they can't have that. They're going after our children. Back to the story. These three individuals went before their peers in Congress. They took a vote. And I should also add that I'm a, the Republicans control the House in Nashville. Tennessee is a red state. Republicans control it. So they gave a vote and they voted to expel Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. Gloria Johnson, believe it or not, survived the vote. Now, it'll be interesting when I tell you how she survived the vote. But you know what? Because she survived the vote, the media, Barack, not Barack Obama, but Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they're calling it racism. That they got rid of the black guys and they kept the white woman. Kamala even flew to Nashville, Tennessee to shake the hands of these two individuals. Now, mind you, the Biden administration could not go to East Palestine, Ohio, where there was a natural disaster because of Pete Buttigieg not having his eyes on transportation. They couldn't go there, but they immediately ran to Tennessee to shake the hands of these two derelict representatives that got booted out, and rightfully so. I'm going to continue this on the other side of the break because there's a lot more to this story, and I also want to talk about Gloria Johnson. The white woman who they did not expel, but they should have. You tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. Please stay tuned and join me on the other side of the break. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. And we're back after dark with Robin Andrew. And I was talking to you about the three Democrat congressmen in Tennessee. Two were expelled and one was saved. The two that got expelled for rioting in the state capitol was Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. No, they're not about justice at all. And the one white woman, Gloria jo Johnson, was saved 
the harsh expulsion. And just as soon as the Republican-controlled House expelled them and saved her, the entire matter turned into race, racism. They got rid of the black guys. And all the black guys, they're out, Justin and Justin, they're out in front of the camera saying they got rid of us because we're black. Never mind that they got rid of them because of the dastardly deed that they had done, trying to tear down the state capitol, trying to incite a riot, trying to incite the young people. Never, never mind that. They won't talk about that. They want to say, oh, they got rid of us because of the color of our skin. No, that did not happen. But then someone would say, yeah, but they didn't get rid of Gloria Johnson and she's white. See, that's where the Republicans failed. And you know why? Because Gloria Johnson decided to defend herself and she came out and said, oh, it wasn't me. It was them. I didn't do anything. I wasn't protesting. I wasn't rioting. I was just standing there watching. She was in the thick of things. She was right there alongside her cohorts, pushing this evil agenda to just tear it down, inciting a riot with the young people. But she pleaded her case and said, oh, you can't do it to me. Because I was a part of this. I had nothing to do with it. And you know what? The Republicans, being the weak, feckless individuals that they are, they decided, okay, we won't expel her. Are you serious? And what does she do? They showed her mercy, and she immediately ran in front of the platform, in front of the cameras, and said, oh, look, they expelled my colleagues because of racism because they didn't get rid of me. Did you see how she flipped that script on them? After they had shown her mercy and said, okay, we're not going to expel you, she immediately flipped the script and came out and said, they didn't get rid of me because I'm a white woman, but they got rid of the black man because Republicans don't like them. Foolish Republicans always trying, oh, we're going to be nice. Oh, no, you can't do that. These people, the Democrats, the left, they don't like you. They will destroy you. That is a reason why they're out ahead of us in the culture war. That is a reason why they have introduced drag hour and gender reaffirming surgery to our children because we've sat back and decided to take the back seat and said, oh no, let's just let, let's just be kind and let's let them go forward. You cannot do that. As former president Donald Trump once said, he read the poem about the snake. I wish I had that poem because I would read it. And this is what Republicans need to, we need to take that poem and put it on their forehead about the snake. Because they don't seem to understand what's going on here or what's happening. They tried to show Gloria Johnson mercy. And what does she do? She came out and flipped the script and said, oh, no, uh-uh. they got rid of my colleagues because they're racist. And uh, they didn't get rid of me because I'm a white woman. You see how silly that is? They showed her mercy. And she just flipped the script on them. Flipped the script on them. You guys got to read that, that poem about the snake because this is exactly what happened. Uh, and and what, what she did, <laughs> it, the, the poem, I'm, I'm looking for the poem as I talk. So I'm like kind of, let me see here. I want to read that poem to you guys. Is called the snake. And Republicans have got to beware that Democrats are 
this let me here it is here here, here it is i think it is uh let's see despite queen the snake can be read in full here it is this is a poem the snake and this is what republicans have got to be aware of on her way to work one morning, down the path alongside the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Oh, well, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh, tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh, tender woman, sighed the snake. She wrapped him up all cozy and a coverture of silk and then laid him on the fireside with some honey and some milk. Now she hurried home from work that night. As soon as she arrived, she found that pretty snake she had taken in had been revived. Take me in, old tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, old tender woman, sighed the snake. Now she clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't bought you in by now, you might have died. Now she stroked his pretty skin, and then she kissed and held him tight. But instead of saying thanks, the snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman, sighed the snake. I saved you, cried that woman. You bit me even why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Oh, shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You damn well knew I was a snake before you took me in. Take me in, oh, tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh, tender woman, sighed the snake. Now, this is exactly what Republicans are up against. This is exactly what the House of Representatives in Tennessee found themselves up against. Gloria Johnson is a vicious snake. They took her in thinking, oh, we're going to show her favor because she said that she didn't do anything with these two black men. So we're going to give her a pass. And just as soon as they gave her the pass, that's all she wanted. And you know what, folks? I've heard that they've raised, managed to raise about a million dollars off of this. How? Well, they marched out and said, see that we told Republicans are racist. They got rid of the black man and kept the black woman. Now, anyone with a high school education, I, I should probably put a little bit more onto that. I would say anyone who graduated uh, before 2000 would know that's not what happened. The three of them were looking at expulsion. However, the white woman decided to go in and lie. She decided to be the snake that she is and say, I had nothing to do with this. These were my colleagues. They did. So Republicans showed her mercy and decided, okay, we're not going to expel her. And the moment they didn't, she ran out before the cameras, as I said, and started spewing all kinds of hate. Huh. The White House... Joe Biden's White House, they sent Kamala Harris, the vice resident, who's usually stumbling and mumbling over her words. They sent her immediately to Tennessee as a show of unison to stand with these two black men. They say, look at, the, look at what the Republicans have done. They're so racist. Now think about it. Immediately they sent her there. 
Now, they couldn't send her to East Palestine, where you had Americans drinking poisonous water because of the failures of Buttigieg Edge, who's supposed to be the trans Secretary of Transportation. Oh, and by the way, he, he's gay. I, I have to bring that up because Dem Democrats love talking about uh, identity politics. So they couldn't go there. She couldn't go there. Biden couldn't go there. But they could send her to Tennessee just as soon as these people, these two black men, were expelled. She immediately got on the first airplane and went there. Well, of course, the people are paying for it. Air Force Two. Our taxpayer dollars are paying for it. They couldn't pay for it to go to see the voters in East Palestine. And, you know, I don't think that matter has been resolved yet. Now, Donald Trump did go, and rightfully so, because that's what a true leader does. A true leader will stand up in a moment of crisis. A true leader will lead. So he went there. Biden didn't have time. Now, to me, it's so obvious that he didn't go because they didn't vote for him. So he doesn't care about them. It's almost to say, live if you want to or die. I don't give a damn. And Americans don't see that. He would rather Americans perish because they didn't get the vote. Now, imagine had Trump done that, had Trump done it to black voters. Like, okay, you didn't vote for me. I'm not going to see about you. But see, Trump wouldn't do that. So when we had the hurricanes and the tornadoes when Trump was in office, Trump went and he visited. And what did the media say? Oh, he only wants for a photo op. This is how evil these people are. So Kamala goes to Nashville. She shakes the hands of the two that were kicked out, Justin and Justin. And I think she might have hugged Gloria Johnson, the white woman. Now, if I were Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, I would go to Gloria Johnson and say, look, wait a minute. We were, we were on this together. Why did you decide to back out? Why did you decide to say that you weren't doing what we were doing? Because that's in essence what she said to the Republican House when they got ready to expel her. She jumped up. Oh, no, it wasn't me. Oh, no, don't do it to me. Not me. I'm, I'm white. You can't kick me out with the black guys. If I were Justin and Justin, I would have said, wait a minute, Gloria, we were in this together. If nothing else, you should just say kick me out also. But you tried to save your own skin. But see, they didn't say that. Instead, they allowed her to play the race card. Oh, we're black, and that's the reason why they got rid of us. And now the whole country is saying, oh, they got rid of them because they were black. Now, what you bet, these two derelicts will probably run for higher office, and they'll probably get votes because you have a lot of white liberals that are afraid we better vote for them because if we don't, they're going to say that we're racist and we don't want to be called racist, although they're going to call you racist regardless. I mean, it doesn't work. You, you guys have got to wake up. Stop being afraid of this rhetoric. Republicans have got to start standing up and reclaim the conversation because we're losing this. We are losing this. I don't care how many times we put up candidates to try to win elections. Until we get control of this narrative, we will lose. We will lose because they should have kicked out Gloria Johnson with the other two. I don't care how many times she said, oh, I didn't do I was just on the sidelines. OK, but you were there. Look at what happened on Jan 6. Anyone who walked through the White House, I mean, through the Capitol, they said, oh, we're going to round them up and throw them in jail. There are political prisoners. 
And to this day, some of them sit. Now, remember the shaman? The shaman just recently got out. They put him in a halfway house, thanks to Tucker Carlson and his tape, videotape showing that this guy was not trying to overthrow the government. In fact, the Capitol Hill police were escorting him around. But think of the other individuals, the thousands of others that are in jail right now, can't get a legal defense, can't get a good lawyer because the left has scared all the lawyers and say, if you go near them, we're going to make certain that your life is a living hell. It's not supposed to be that way. But it is. And Republicans have got to take back the narrative. And they could have done that by expelling Gloria Johnson in Tennessee, but they did it. Now, just imagine the optics. Democrats, oh, this is racism. You got rid of the black man. No, I know that's not the reason. But when you look at it, people are going to assume, oh, yeah, they let her stay. She's white. They're not going to look at her political persuasion. They're not going to look at that she was just using this just to prove a point. And if I were black people, I would be mad at her too. I would be mad at Gloria Johnson. I would say, wait a minute, Gloria, you should have stood with the black man. But see, that's where black, even black people, they get caught up in all the rhetoric. They get caught up in the moment. Now, hear me clearly when I say this. We did a show, Andrew and I, not too long ago about racism because racism is just, oh my God, we people can't get enough of racism. I mean, you would wonder why people are coming in at the border if, if America is so racist. But, you know, what they'll say is, well, yeah, but they like them better than our black skin. They would prefer having them than us. OK, whatever. But I, I, I've said this before, and I'm going to do a show on this because I grew up in the South, Arkansas, born and bred there, came to New York, I think, in my 20s. But uh, hear me clearly. Racism does exist. Racism is ugly, it's cruel, it's stupid. And thinking that you're better than another person is it's, it's the lowest of the lows. But that's where we are. And I think a lot of times what happens is that people, when they're looking at racism, they look at it through a prism. And everything that a person does it's viewed through through that prism of race. You didn't like me because I'm black. Now, I might not like you because I feel that you're incompetent. I might not like you because I don't like the dress or the pants that you're wearing. But for a lot of people, especially black people, they will immediately run to that, that this happened to me because of my skin color and because you're white. I get it. I, I understand that. But that's not always the case, but society, the media, has taught us that, that if you don't get something, if something doesn't happen to you, it's because you're black, and now the Democrat Party, they are running with that. So whenever things don't go their, their way, they will resort to saying it was racism. I mean, look at what they're saying about global warming. They're saying that it's racism. Buddha Edge Edge came out and said that uh, bridges are racist. Even had people saying that birds are racist. It's just the way people want to address it now. And, and the point I want to make is that, yes, racism exists. And there have been people who have been discriminated against. I can look back at my life and I can tell that there were situations 
that transpire or happen because of the color of my skin. I chose not to allow that to identify me. I chose to rise above it to get to the next level. Some people can't do it. Some people are unable to do it. And you know why? Because they const they're constantly being told this happened to you because of your color, because of racism. I will pick this up on the other side of the break. Please join me. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew. Grab a snack, grab a coffee, call a friend, and tell them to listen to it. The other side of the break. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Okay, folks, this is the last segment of the show, and I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. And... I'm just talking about this whole situation in Tennessee and how they turned the expulsion of Justin Jones and Justin Pearson into a story about race. And it has nothing to do with race. When we went to break, I was talking about, you know, Black people who are, whenever something doesn't go their way, they always run to, or they always say that it's racism. And that's because the media has built it up. They have framed the narrative. They have framed the story that way. And I get it. Because if that's all you've been told that you can't succeed, you can't get to the next level because of your race, you're going to see everything through that prism. And that's not to say that that's not happening sometimes. Let's just be honest, because it does. And a lot of time, the people that are in those positions of power are Democrats. You look at who controls the media. You look at who controls the entertainment industry. You look at who controls corporations. They are Democrats. They're the people in power. And they're the ones who have discriminated against people of color. Now, that's not to say that Republicans haven't had their hands in it also. But for the most part, when you look at the people that control a lot of this stuff, 
It's Democrats. I mean, the entertainment industry, you look at the negative energies that they have put out on black people and brown people, Democrats. But you know what? They have been successful in turning the narrative around and saying that it is the Republicans. Republicans don't control the entertainment industry. We're barely in the entertainment industry. And those of us who are there, we are quiet. We don't want to say anything. We go under the radar. But that's got to change. It's got to stop. Because when you have a situation like what happened in Tennessee with them able to control the narrative and flip the script, they say, oh, this happened because of racism. The Republican establishment, the Republican Congress should have kicked out all three, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson, the one white woman. They should have kicked them all out and say, be done with. But see, now we've given the Democrats ammunition to run with during the next election. Look at what happened in Wisconsin. I want to talk about Wisconsin now. Wisconsin, a red state just recently voted into power ultra liberal supreme court judge just voted her into power and she will be able to control or push back a lot of the election laws that the conservatives created how in the heck did that happen her name was janet i can't pronounce the last name prostowski she was going against the conservative dan kelly and you know how she was able to do it her platform was about abortion and how Republicans are going to just get rid of abortion. They're just going to get rid of it and women can't have abortion. Wisconsin is a red state. What were the Republicans doing? Did they get out to vote or were they just playing around? I mean, I don't, I just, Republicans have got to do better in their messaging because we are losing, 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 losing. We need election integrity laws to be better. We can't keep losing like this. This is ridiculous. No, some would say that the 20 think it was a 2022 election we lost because of abortion, because Republicans were too strict on abortions. How is it that in a society, 2023, that you have a majority of the population that are okay with killing babies or okay with the murder of babies? How is that? The Supreme Court didn't get rid of abortion. The only thing they did is said, we're going to give it back to the people, give it back to the states, which is what they should do. I mean, the abortion rights that we had on the books for almost 50-something years, it should have never been there. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it before she died. She was like, what does this have to do with the Supreme Court? It was a miscarriage of justice because of some liberal Supreme Court judges that were on the court at the time. And now you have a conservative court. Well, we hope it's a conservative court with John Roberts, who is just as feckless as the rest of them. Why hasn't John Roberts done his due diligence to find out who leaked Justice Alito's opinion to the public? What is he waiting for? Did he do it? Did someone in his inner circle do it? one of his clerks, because he certainly isn't looking to find out who did it. He's a disappointment, a disappointment. But going back to what I'm talking about abortion. So the courts last year decided we're going to send it back to the states. The states should make this decision. When Trump was in office, what was his whole thing? Giving the government back to the people. Of course, the media and the Democrats, they didn't want that because they feel as though they should tell you what to do. So that's what the Supreme Court did. We're going to send abortion back to the people, let them decide. But see, Republicans weren't good at explaining what happened. They were too busy saying, oh, we got a victory. Oh, we got a victory. We're going to end abortion. No, you're not. No, you did not. The only thing you did was just say, we're sending it back to the states so that the states can decide. The state legislatures can decide. Let the people vote on if they want to kill babies or not. And that's what Republicans should have been saying. They should have been running those ads saying that we're killing babies. We are a civilized nation. Now, I find it interesting that these same people on the left they're against capital punishment, whereby death is involved. They're against that. Oh, no, we're against that. We're too civilized. 
But when it comes to abortion, it's like, kill those babies. We don't care about them. Kill them. Kill them babies. And as for black babies, uh, if we miss the black babies coming out the womb, if they come out the womb, oh, we will get them in, the, in their neighborhoods. Because we're going to let nothing but gun violence just perpetrate their neighborhoods. We're not going to talk about that. We don't care about that. But if we're unable to kill those little black babies before they come out of the womb, we're going to make certain that we kill them in their neighborhoods with guns. Not one Republican is explaining that. Not one Republican is saying, look at what we're doing here. Look at what's happening. We're trying to save lives. And the Democrats are trying to kill lives. Though some would say, oh, that's too harsh. What do you mean by it's too harsh? It's the truth. Well, the Democrats are telling us nothing but lies. We've got to start speaking the truth. Like I said in Tennessee, why didn't they kick out all three? Why did they give this white woman some little latitude? Oh, let's let her show her white privilege. We're not going to kick her out, but we'll kick out the black man. And just as soon as they did it, Kamala Harris flew there on a government-paid plane to rally the cause and say, oh, look at what they're doing to black people. They're trying to silence our voices. They're trying to silence our votes. No, they're not. And Republicans just sit back and don't say anything. And that's the reason why I like Donald Trump, because he would fight. Yes, he would say some things that I wish he wouldn't say, but he was a fighter. He is a fighter. Look at what the man is going through now with the indictments on flimsy cases, 34 charges, and they all read the same. It's like a fairy tale, a nursery rhyme. He did this. He did this for 34 times. Then you got Republicans who are afraid to touch it because we're afraid. Oh, no, you're too afraid. That's the problem. You don't know how to fight. And Democrats are winning. They're hoping that you're afraid. If Republicans were to take the time and go into the black neighborhoods and just explain to them their positions. I mean, we thought they had done a good job with that during the 22 election, but they didn't. Because they keep trying to run the same old white man all the time and all this run them. Look, I'm not saying put a person there because of their skin color. But I am saying if that person has the talking points, if that person can go the distance, then we need to support that person. We need to get more candidates. We need to start recruiting more candidates. There is no reason that this election, this judge Supreme Court election in Wisconsin should have turned out the way it did. Dan Kelly should have won. He had all the talking points on his side, but what he didn't do was to go in and explain himself while Janet, whose last name I can barely pronounce, went out there with ads and she said, yeah, I'm a liberal and I don't, I'm going to kill the babies. I want abortion. I'm, I'm going to kill everybody. If you tell me you're pregnant, hey, I'm going to make sure you can kill that baby. And young people, they like that. And Republicans, oh no, we're the party. We're going to, you're going to do what? We have got to wake up and we have got to start fighting back. Because if we don't, I don't care how many good candidates we have there, if our messaging isn't on point, we can forget it. Wisconsin, a red state. Now think about the damage that will be done during the 2024 election. And that's something else. I hope Republicans are looking at this because the Democrats have already started stealing. They've already started cheating. I will tell every Republican that's listening to this. If they tell you to mail in your ballots, go ahead and do it. Don't, oh, I'm going to wait and wait to the day. No, no, no. I know even that mailing in the ballots, you're like, but well, they might see my, that I voted for Republican. They might get rid of it. I know I hear it. Okay, but we've got to fight fire with fire. We've got to start pushing back. And if it takes you doing early voting, then by all means, go and do it. And Rona McDaniel, please get people out there to watch the votes. There's just too much at stake here. And we've lost so much ground. I mean, this thing in Tennessee is going to impact the 2024 election. What happened in Wisconsin with this ultra-liberal Janet on the Supreme Court? 
oh, they're going to push back. They're going to push back the redistricting. They're going to push back the way people are voting. They are going to wreak havoc on Republicans while we're busy trying to play nice and, oh, well, maybe we're not going to let this. No, come on. You can't do it. Time is up. You got to stop that. You got to stop it. I'm serious. You got to stop it. Another topic that I want to discuss, how Republicans aren't pushing back the way they should. I talked about the Wisconsin. I talked about Tennessee. Uh, oh, but going back to Tennessee, those Republicans who did not, who chose not to get rid of Gloria Johnson, are you guys aware that in 2021, that in Oregon, a blue state, they kicked out Representative Mike Nierman. They expelled him because they claimed he had something to do with Jan 6. Yeah, they kicked him out. He was a Republican. They showed him no mercy. They kicked his butt out. Let that marinate. While we're trying to give, or we gave Gloria Johnson a little, I'm going to give you a leeway. They didn't give Mike Nierman a leeway. They kicked his butt out. Republicans, you better wake up. You had better wake up before it is too late. Because it's not, look at what they're doing with Afghanistan. They're saying that that was the Republicans' fault. They're saying that it was Trump's fault. And we know that it wasn't. We saw what happened. We saw that Joe was completely out of his league. We saw how they left Afghanistan with their tail between the legs. We saw people trying to hold on to an airplane and were killed. We know that there were 13 soldiers who lost their lives. We saw it. But yet still the media and Democrats, oh, they're going to blame Republicans. Republicans are afraid to push back and say, no, you hell you won't. Joe screwed this up, and he needs to take ownership of it. My next topic. Oh, are you guys aware that Leonardo DiCaprio testified last week in a court case involving a former member of the Fugees? His name is Prakazel Mitchell. They call him Praz Mitchell. You know the Fugees, uh, really popular reggae group. They had a number one album. But uh, he, this guy, Leonardo DiCaprio, testified in a Manhattan court about what he knew about this Malaysian Chinese billionaire, Joe Lowe, who was trying to funnel money to Barack Obama's re-election campaign in 2012. Go figure. That story has barely made the news. People are barely talking about it because they're basically trying to talk about Trump's indictment. This billionaire was trying to funnel money to Barack Obama's re-election campaign. This guy has connections to China. Foreigners are on aren't allowed to donate to campaigns here in America. But yet still this happened. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to call Barack Obama and say, hey, Mr. Barack Obama, did you know that this was happening? And did you know that this guy, Pras Mitchell, who's supposed to be a friend of yours, was going to channel money? I think this guy got like about $21 million. He was going to put in individual accounts, and those individuals were going to give it to the campaign, to Barack Obama's campaign. Yeah, that's happening right now on a trial. Joe Lowe, a Chinese businessman from Malaysia. No one's talking about it. A foreigner was trying to donate to a U.S. presidential campaign. Now, remember Russia collusion and how they went crazy when Putin was helping elect Trump? How much, like $40 million that they spent trying to prove this lie that Hillary Clinton dreamed up? Uh, Mueller, Bob Mueller, who we found out has, I guess, some type of dementia because he didn't know what was going on, but he had his henchmen working this campaign. This is a court case that's going on right now where Leonardo DiCaprio testified before court that Jay Lowe, he's a man, I think it's Joe Lowe, Chinese businessman from Malaysia. He also funded, I think, Leonardo DiCaprio 2013 movie, Wolf of Wall Street. But this man, Joe Lowe, was trying to get money to Pras Mitchell, who's a member of the Fuji, who's an acolyte of Barack Obama, 
Joe Lowe is going to file money to Pros Mitchell to get to Barack Obama's re-election campaign in 2012. No one's talking about it. The media won't report on it because they want you to think there's no there there. And if the media doesn't report on it, just like if a tree falls in the woods, if no one is there to say there's sale, there's nothing. So if the media doesn't report on this, people don't know about it. All these young people don't know about it. And when they do look at it, they'll say, oh, they just made that up. <laughs> Republicans, come on. And as I said before, there are some deep pocket Republicans out there that could come out here and buy up a lot of these liberal magazines and report the news, but they won't do it. They want to sit back and say, oh, I get my money. I'm not worried about it. Shame on you. You're feckless. Shame on you. But you guys should know about that. My next topic I want to talk about, uh, this whole thing with the LSU basketball women, LSU Tigers, uh, won the 2023 NCAA Women's National Championship. And there's some controversy between the two players, Angela Reese, who plays for the LSU Tigers, and Caitlin Charles, who played for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Angela is black and Caitlin is white. And during the final game, Angela was running up in Caitlin's face and doing waving her finger as if though to say, you can't see me, can you see me? And it's a kickback of this wrestler, John Cena, who I don't care for anymore because I saw him wearing a skirt or a dress trying to make a point that men can wear dresses. No, you can't. Stop it. Be a man. Put pants on. I'm so sick of these beta males. Man, I think I saw LeBron James wearing some like wide-legged pants, and there was another basketball player, Westbrook, wearing a dress. What are you guys trying to say? Don't you see what they're doing? It's, it's, it's pathetic. It makes me sick seeing this. Though some will say, oh, well, men can wear dresses. Men used to wear dresses back in the day. No, they didn't. They wore a sarong, okay? And why would you want to wear a dress? You get women who don't want to wear dresses because they say they're uncomfortable. They're trying to make a point, a stupid point at that. But back to my story, the LSU game, these women, because we're about to run out of time here, and I want to get this in. So apparently, Angela Reese, they're saying, was taunting Caitlyn by waving her finger, saying, you can't see me, can you see me, or whatnot. So again, what did the Democrats do? They resulted to racism. They were saying that Angela Reese, that some on the some people were saying that Angela Reese wasn't being a good player, a poor sportsmanship, by putting her hand in Caitlyn's face and saying, you can't see me, can you see me now? Because I think she outscored Caitlyn. No, not too long ago, Caitlyn did the same thing to Angela. And no one said anything about it. But when Angela does it, it's, oh, man, what is she doing? She shouldn't be doing that. So you get all these people saying she shouldn't do it, and it, it became a big story. And, of course, the race police came in and said, oh, they're attacking Angela because she's black. And someone even said, you see that they're always doing this to black women. They, don't, they never want us to you know, present ourselves. and They always want to stifle us up. They don't want us to be free. I'm like, well, just please stop it. It's much to do about nothing. If Angela wants to come out and wave her finger, let her do it, okay? It's about you in the moment. You're in the game. It's a basketball game. It has nothing to do with racism. Stop trying to make it about race. If some people don't like it, okay, fine. But don't make it about race. Even Caitlin, the white player, said, hey, I like Angela's game. I, I, I don't care about her doing that. I did it also. But you got the usual suspects on CNN, Don Lemon, MSNBC, Joy Reid. The women of the view saying, oh, it's racism, it's racism, it's racism. When they say that, blacks take it and they run with it. Oh, it is racism. They don't like us. No, if anything, people should have just said, it's a game. So what? And then Jill Biden came in and saying that she's going to invite both teams to the White House. And of course, Angela didn't like that. She's like, oh, Jill is crazy. She can't invite the losers to the White House. We want to come. Just let the winners come. So everyone attacked Jill. 
Jill is on your side. She's a lefty. Oh, but they had to attack her because they're saying, oh, she wants them both to come. But I thought that's what Democrats wanted. Even if you lose, you still get to go. But in this situation, they said, oh, no, we can't have it that way. You see how their message is so screwed up and how Republicans could take that and turn it against them if they had the balls to do it? Because Jill was just saying, hey, we believe that everyone is a winner. So I want them all to come. So they have to go and attack Jill. But what I didn't like about this is that Angela Reese, the black player who, like I said, you can do your hand all you want to. I don't care. But she proceeded to come out and attack Jill. I am no fan of Jill. I don't like Jill at all because I think that Jill is abusing Joe, who clearly has dementia. But Angela's going to come out and say, oh, well, she's got this wrong. She needs to rethink this and blah, blah. I mean, a lot of sass. But she should have just said, OK, I'm not going to say anything about it. If she wants us both to come, we believe that losers are winners also. That would have been it. But for her to come out with that sass, <laughs> I, I, that, that I didn't like. So, folks, that's all I've got for you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. This is After Dark with Robin Andrew, available on iHeartRadio, Apple uh, iPod, I mean, Apple, iHeartRadio, I, I I iTunes, I said Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Go there, tune in, and as I always say, please share it with others so that we can get our voices out there. And as my dear friend Andrew always says, my co-host, stand for something or you will fall for nothing. This has been After Dark with Robin Andrew. See you again tomorrow. Thank you.